Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hey, this is Nick, project manager over at Papercast. We are a Torrance-based document management company that leverages AI to help you find and file any document. So I was actually an attendee of Tech Day LA back in 2019 before the the pandemic and everything. And uh, I just remember that there was a great turnout and a great energy at the event. So now that we have a product that kind of fits into that uh, B2B tech space, we really wanted to do Tech Day LA and be a part of that and, and get some exposure. And what was the idea behind creating uh, Papercast? Why was it built? The CEO of Papercast, his name is Guy Puckett. Um, he has a service bureau, which is scanning, shredding, box storage. Um, it's been around for about 18 years. It's called Archive It. They were having the problem that people were scanning their files and they would put them into Dropbox or local on the drive and not be able to find them, they would end up filling up those file cabinets because they didn't have a good go forward solution. So Papercast was designed as a virtual file cabinet alternative um, so that when the files are uploaded, they go through a really cool process called ICR, um, which is intelligent character recognition. So that takes the text, it takes handwriting and converts that into searchable metadata so that any document that lands in our system is searchable by any keyword in that document. And then we're leveraging some AI tools, which are extracting things that you want to extract from the document to index using AI and eliminating the need for keystrokes and data entry. And what attracted you to Papercast? So originally, uh, Papercast needed some help on the website side of things with front end design and uh, getting landing pages. They needed some help with marketing things. So I came on in that capacity and then they ended up bringing me on as the project manager to kind of oversee everything. Um, after the first 30 days, I would say, of us working together. What would you say is really attracts you to the culture of Papercast? How is it different than other companies you've worked with before? Papercast is really cool. Uh, It's definitely an interesting energy. There's a group of people that already work with the existing scanning side of things, and it's a great team. And uh, the owner guy is a a very interesting character. He's very... uh, very fun guy to work with. He's a, he's got a great vision. He's got great ideas. So um, he's throwing that out there. And uh, I think it's a really interesting product in the fact that nobody's really doing it. Um, there's your really expensive, complicated document management systems that cost tons of money to deploy. And they're not really um, something you can just start using right off the bat like Dropbox. 
But Dropbox is a little bit more limited in the fact that you still have to use traditional naming conventions, traditional file structures, and it's it's really hard to locate files sometimes if you didn't name them correctly. Um, and one of the really cool things that we're trying to work with is uh, using it enterprise-wide. So uh, if you know companies are uploading HR documents and they want to index certain information or if they're uploading accounting, they can uh, customize that at a department level and have secure access at a department level as well. And are you from LA originally? I am not. I'm actually from Indiana um, originally. I've been out here for about seven years. Um, I grew up in Indiana, LaGrange, Indiana. Uh, it's near South Bend. I went to college in Muncie, Ball State University, and then I moved out here, and uh, I've been out here for about the last seven years. Hey, I'm Shane Miller, founder of AuthArmor. We have tools to make two-factor and passwordless authentication easy for business owners and developers. We're based here in Paulus Verdes. No, the Google Authenticators are definitely good security. It's the ones that if you are getting an SMS code instead of the Google Authenticator, so you still type in a username and password, but then they send you a code, um, those are not good because what happens is people will go to your cell phone carrier and they'll do a social engineering attack where they will try to fake your identity and they'll get that counter that, you know, that poor T-Mobile person to give them a SIM card. And when they've got your SIM card, they can now get your text messages. And so that's very easy for them to do. With Google Authenticator, they can't do that, right? They'd actually have to have your device. They physically have to steal your physical device. But with the SIM messages, um, th there's a lot of ways that those messages can be intercepted. So those are bad to have on text message. Wow. Thank yeah. you for plugging me in. Are you from L.A.? Uh, I've been here for about 10 years, but um, I've moved all over the place. So I, I would say I was here in like the, the Ventura um, Camarillo area when I was really young. So when, you know, when I was probably under 10 years old, then I moved to Iowa and I was actually raised on a farm, you know, with animals and crops and stuff like that for a long time. Then I went to Phoenix, Arizona, then Utah, then California. So I've hopped around, but I've been here for the last 10 years. And why would you say, I mean, especially being a software developer, you're super immersed in the tech world. Like it doesn't get more immersed than that. So why build here in LA? Yeah, I mean, I love LA. I, I think it's a great place. Um, I came here for a tech job in the payment industry. I think there's plenty of tech here. I will say it's, you know, it's not as big as San Francisco, but we still have our, our own tech scene, right? And I've been uh, been to several different uh, fundraising events around here, and I think the community is great. And so I have absolutely no problem, you know, trying to build and, and start a tech company here. I think it's fantastic. And how do you personally plug into the community? I know you and I connected via Tech Day LA. What attracted you to Tech Day LA? And what are the other ways that you integrate into the community? For Tech Day LA, I've actually been with them since the first show that they've had in LA. And it wasn't with uh, AuthArmor right now. It was actually with that crypto company that I told you about. So I was there with, at their first show here in LA. And I've actually been at every single show with one startup oh, or another. Wow. Um, yeah, for the last three years, I've been with AuthArmor. Even though we just launched in June, I've been building AuthArmor for about three years. So I've been at, at those shows all the time. It's great to engage with the community and just meet with local people, right? You know, there's nothing wrong with a good old cup of coffee. Unfortunately, COVID really put some damper on a lot of that stuff. But I think it's great to, to be around the local people and understand what everyone is looking for around here. And I, I just like being close to talent, you know? Because not everybody knows what Tech Day LA is. So walk us through what it is and why you think it's important to be there. Yeah, Tech Day LA is a, a show specifically for startups uh, here in the LA area. I mean, technically, I guess you could be from anywhere, right? But it's it's primarily, I would say, a, a, a show for the, the LA-centric startups. 
And I think it's fantastic because all the businesses are very local, right? And and there's startups from all different stages. You could be me, like a startup that was there three years ago with AuthArmor, where we had just written a couple hundred lines of code. It could be a, a, a very well-established payment startup that's uh, sitting at Tech Day. So there's a vast amount of uh, people to see. There's a vast amount of things to see. It's just great to be around the startup community. Um, I also think it's you know it's very attractively priced for a trade show, especially if you're if you want to be there as a booth, um, and then just to go is you know it's a it's a very nominal fee compared to a lot of the bigger shows such as RSA and things like that. Hi, this is John Ferrar, CEO of Nimble creator relationship management systems for individuals and teams looking to scale relationships that help them achieve their dreams. We're based in Santa Monica. So number one is what makes Nimble unique from the other CRMs is that you work for the other CRMs. They don't work for you and you have to go to them to use them. So before a meeting, you should get to know who somebody is and what their business is about. Right now, you Google them. Tomorrow, you'll nimble them. Nimble automatically builds your CRM from the contacts that you have. You have them in G Suite or in Google and Microsoft and in social and in the business apps that you use. What we do is we consolidate those contacts, enrich them with the people and company data so you don't have to go Google and type stuff in. We synchronize every interaction that you and the team have on email, calendar, and social. And then we work where you work. Where do you live? I live in my inbox. I live in social. I live in other business apps. I live in my browser looking at companies and engaging. And so your CRM should sit there like a little nudge on your shoulder helping you to remember who somebody is, what the business is about and the history of actions and what's going to happen and who's going to do it. And if you don't have a record for that person to automatically build a record from mm-hmm. whatever data you have, uh, an email, a social handle, a, a name, first and last name. But the whole thing about Nimble is that if you're using it for a team to collaboratively build relationships, well, there's typically workflows and processes that you go through in order to do that. So if you're going to hire somebody, there's a flow for that. There's a workflow for that. You, you put an ad in the uh, you know, ZipRecruiter or whatever, and you get emails in, and then you look at the email and you do a sniff test. You look at the resume, you look at the social, the LinkedIn profile, you say, okay, is this person fit us? If they do, you schedule a call. Then you have that call. And if you like what you hear, you might give them an assignment. They do the assignment. You like what they did. You might then have them talk to the next person, blah, blah, blah. So today, most people manage those types of workflows and relationships and spreadsheets, or they try to use things like Trello. The problem with spreadsheets and things like Trello is the task, the repeatable tasks that you're doing that are related to people and companies aren't connected to the people and companies you're connecting to. So when you're engaging with them in email or social or in your CRM, you don't have the workflow built into that. And so we basically took uh, the Kanban board idea of a Trello or Jira, and we basically embedded that into Nimble. So you have this board with a series of stages that you can define, that you can then define cards of people and company cards with unique fields that are related to the workflow that you're doing that you can then put them through these processes. And then we went and surveyed all the standard things that you do at a company outside of just sales in uh, marketing, customer service, accounting, HR, uh, PR, influencer marketing, uh, fundraising, investor relations, uh, analyst relations, all those different things. And we basically built templates that you could just select them and they automatically will set these things up. So when you onboard a Nimble, 
We have dozens of templates that fit the kind of typical repeatable process that you do. And then you can go modify the stages or the fields that we've defined for you to suit your business. And then no matter where you're at, let's pretend we're at LinkedIn. We see somebody that we actually want to connect to. Today, you might just send them a connection and forget about it. With Nimble, you can send them a connection and put them in a relationship workflow that you can then take that relationship from the initial connection into a measurable, mutual, beneficial outcome that you're trying to achieve. And you do this all the time, whether you're outreaching for podcast guests or whatever you do. And now you can do that type of workflow process, not only in Nimble, but wherever you're engaging. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.